0: What's up, guys? Good morning. So um, part four of my wedding anniversary episode to the love of my life. uh, This is going to be about uh, the whole wedding procedure, the whole, uh, you know, uh, finding a venue, all that stuff. And this is before COVID. Uh, COVID was uh, COVID is coming out. Now just a little recap from uh part 3 for those who didn't uh listen to part 3 um I got engaged. I proposed to her in a very uh in a in a very different way uh, that uh, I did not expect, but it just so happened to be like that. And um Yeah, and a whole bunch of other personal shit I had to go through that I was kind of bottling up all these years. And uh, it came out uh, in a very, once again, uh, unorthodox way. And I had to figure out my shit, my own personal shit, and uh, which I did, which led to me proposing to Morgan. All right, so now here we are. I just proposed to Morgan. And now uh, we are looking for venues and uh I'll never forget um so I'm a country guy right my uh my family my family's from Prince Edward Island, and I grew up in p e i throughout the summers uh am I a country boy like through and through absolutely fucking not I am the least most handy man handiest person ever. I hate cutting grass and um like, I could get a little dirty, but, like, not as dirty as, like, farmers and all that shit. So, anyways, whatever. I'm, like, a country boy. I want to be country boy. Um, one of my biggest accomplishments with Morgan was that I got her to love country music. Because I'm a huge country fan, country music fan. So um, Morgan was the one who actually suggested the idea to get married, uh, like, in, in the country. Country style and a barn, all that stuff. So that was our theme, and we did extensive research, extensive research on uh, uh, country wedding venues, the whole shebang, <laughs> and um, and we were we were really like we went we went out guns blazing. Like we within a month we found the venue, we found a, and the venue only offered. Uh, Just the, the, the place, they offered an Airbnb for us, which was really cool, but you had to bring your cook, like you had to bring the food, and I believe you had to bring chairs and utensils and like all that stuff. They offered, the venue offered the actual place and the tables. And you have to bring your DJ, the whole shebang. Really complicated looking back at it, but like, you know, this is going to be more about the wedding procedure shit because for everyone, everyone's getting married now, left and right. So congratulations for uh, to you guys, to the listeners who are getting married or are planning on proposing, uh, this is the episode for you. So we were super hyped. We were living in la la land. We're like up on on cloud 9 and I'm at a point in my life where it's like I, I like I said in part 3, I kind of went through like a midlife crisis if you may if you like if, if you may. It's it, it sounds like that. Like you know, it's not I didn't know where I, I I wasn't where I wanted to be this and that like it all came crashing down in beautiful Dominican Republic. I was on vacation with a bunch of my friends. And I got over that. It was uh, extensive uh, therapy, all that shit. So I'm in a really good place right now. I'm on cloud nine. Now, like, Morgan's the love of my life. Well, she always has been the love of my life, and I declared that with the engagement. So we're shopping for venues. We're shopping for DJs. We're shopping for all... And we got a big chunk of at least estimates of how much all this is going to be. And I'll never forget Morgan... Uh, Morgan is the one who organizes everything for me. If I don't have Morgan in my life, I would be a fucking mess, especially with this wedding. So Morgan ended up putting everything on a spreadsheet, venue this much, um, venue this much, DJ this much food this much. And, uh, yeah, that's all we had food, food for the guests, the music for the guests, and the venue for the guests. And so we decided, I'm laughing because it's really cringy, uh, and you guys are, all of you guys are going to go through this, for those who are getting married, you guys are going to go through this, or at least maybe, at least I hope you guys don't go through what I'm going to be talking about right now, because it was really like embarrassing, So we decided to invite all our parents over. My mom and dad, uh, Morgan's mom and dad, we had a big supper. Everyone meets the family again. Congratulations, muah, muah. Keep in mind, COVID did not come through so far. And also keep in mind, I work at fucking Costco. And I'm also a personal trainer, right? I'm still doing uh, both, all right? So... Now, and I bought this mini overhead projector that I bought on uh, like through Instagram that was like this promo, whatever. And I thought it was pretty clutch. You attach it to your phone or to your iPad and it like shoots up a little mini screen on your ceiling. And so we had supper, we, we spoke to the parents and like we had them over so we could present to them what we found. And <laughs> keep in mind, we're like, we are confident as fuck. Now, before I get into this story, let me just give you a little background, a brief background of my, of my stepfather, Reno, right, who I spoke about on my Father's Day special. Um, Reno's a salesman, always was. He built himself a, he started from the ground, from, from level zero, all the way to where he is now, Who is a, he's a, a successful director of sales for a very big company he knows he is by far the most realistic no bullshit person you'll ever meet matter of fact i think i got it from him like he's as transparent as it gets he tells you like it is he doesn't kiss ass he doesn't lick ass none of that he is one of those salesmen like he's like and he's a numbers guy and when it, when you guys are getting married we wouldn't we didn't get into this phase just yet but we did not care about the money we we're just like we want our dream fucking wedding and so far we had the three most important aspects for our guests in order for us to have that dream wedding and for order to for us to provide that country dream vibe to our guests now here we are we 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 tell our parents to to sit down and... like I'm on top of the world. Like, I'm like, hey, Reno, sit down, man. I got you, bro. Look at this. So we hit the overhead... We hit the button and the spreadsheet comes out on the wall. The house is fucking dark. And bam. The fucking spreadsheet is on the wall. And there's three... <laughs> fuck, dude. There's three things. And it's... No, four things. And one of them is... Justin and Morgan's country wedding and I could just see Reno's face he's like the fuck is this like this is a and I'm like okay just hold on hold on and I say look and then we spoke about the country venue and it was the Manson Barn beautiful venue guys by the way if any of you guys want to have a country style wedding Manson Barn up in Mansonville is uh beautiful So we had that price and we started talking about why this place and why not anything else. And we started getting into like our emotions and sentimental fucking reasons and the food. We had a pretty good hookup. Uh, Shout out to Oliver Rassico who signed up for this. Um, And We spoke about him and he told us about like the pricing, all that stuff. And each and every, for those three things that we spoke about, We had reasons, like really valid reasons. And then, and then Reno goes, he does like a fake clap. And I'm like, fuck, like, uh, and then I was ready for this. Like, I was ready to like come back with, like, I was ready for the comebacks because Reno was going to say some fucking remark. And then Reno goes, hmm, Justin, how much does your, is your suit going to cost? And I'm like, oh. Uh, well, I don't know. And then he goes, do you know how much a suit costs? I'm like, no, no, no. He's like, okay, well, that's like, was like, okay, cool, cool. Do you know what you're getting for your groomsmen? I was like, oh, and in my mind, I'm like, fuck. Like, he got me. I'm like, no, I, I don't. He's like, okay, are you planning on getting anything for your groomsmen? And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Is that coming out of your wedding fund? Because we, at this point, we, me and Morgan, we created a, um, like a, a joint account, a joint account at the uh, at the bank, and uh, like every pay, we would put money aside and all that stuff for our wedding. And Reno's like, "Are you gonna? Is this coming out of your the wedding account?" I'm like, "No." no. He's like, "Okay, cool." Um, what's your wedding cake? Well, like, do you know what kind of wedding cake you? Got? And then my mom is like, "Reno, stop!" But and then. Morgan's dad, who's a very quiet gentleman, uh, he was like, at this point, he he like sat up, uh, he 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 sat up, and he he was like, "Yo, this is pretty good, fucking questions." And he, like, and the mom was like, just like in and out of one ear, and so was Morgan. Like, Morgan couldn't care. Morgan and Morgan was still on cloud nine, and I'm like, "Fuck, bro." God damn it. No, I didn't think of the wedding cake, but in my that's in my mind. But in reality, I'm like, yeah, it's going to be like, whatever. Like I'm playing it cool. And then he goes, okay, um, Morgan. Uh, And then Morgan's like, yes, Reno. Uh, what about your wedding dress? Do you, did you, did, do you have a wedding dress? Are you going to get a secondhand use? Because they're, they're at this point, it's like really good pricing. And then Morgan's like, nope. I'm going to get a brand new dress. Like, and Morgan's like feeling it. Morgan's like super proud. And I, I, r- at this point, I'm like, bro, like he sat me down to reality. Like reality really hit in hard. I'm like, Just, Morgan, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. But she didn't. And then Morgan's like, oh, but I know this really good. I know this really good store for a wedding dress. It's, it's like, It's like always on special. And he's like, oh, and then Reno's like, yeah, he's super sarcastic. Reno's like, oh, yeah, okay, cool, yeah, that's cool, cool. And um, how is everyone getting there? Have you thought about transportation? And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. And then we did think about transportation, and what we wanted was uh, we wanted to have school buses to pick up everyone from where they are from the suggested hotels or motels or places that they're going to stay and we pick them all up and we bring, we bring them and we bring them from, we bring them to the wedding and we take them back to their, where where they're staying. And I didn't even bother fucking answering that question because, uh, already with what Reno just asked about those, the three other like questions, like, you know, for the suit and all like, you know, more money shit, the little details that we're going to have to spend on. I didn't even fucking bother, but. Morgan, (laughs) Morgan, she did Morgan's like, yeah, we know we're going to buy, we're going to rent three big buses. The school buses or either coach buses and we're going to pick them up and we're going to bring them to the wedding and we're going to bring them from the wedding. And then Reno's like, wow, that sounds great. Do you know how much that is? Do you know how much gas they consume? Do you know how much the driver, do you know how much bus drivers get paid per hour? And I'm like, oh my fucking God. Oh my fucking God. And now it's getting to me. Like now it's like, oh my God. Like why the fuck that I even, why am I even getting married in the fucking first place? And Morgan's like, nope, but we're going to find out. Morgan is still like on cloud nine. Morgan's still on cloud nine. So at this point, we just filled out Six other boxes in our, what we thought was a very impressive spreadsheet of like three parts. And then the, this, this is the cherry on top. This is the cherry on top. So we always wanted to go to Hawaii. My dream, and I know you guys might think that I'm childish. I'm a huge fan of Jurassic Park. And I always wanted to go to Hawaii to see the Jurassic Park. Like, the actual Jurassic Park. And, um, you know, I've never been to Hawaii. Uh, Morgan hasn't either. And uh, Morgan and I, we decided we wanted to go to Hawaii for, like, two weeks. Like I said, don't judge us, man. <laughs> we, we were on cloud nine, bro. And then, so, Reno asks. He finishes off with this question. All right. And he goes, cool, cool. All this sounds good. And then Bob is like, Bro, like, Bob, the men in the room were like, bro, like, the fuck am I doing? Bob was like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? And then my mom was like, Reno, stop. And then the cherry on top, Reno goes, where are you guys going for your honeymoon? Have you thought of that? And then I didn't even say anything. Like, I'm at this point, I'm like, Reno, I get what you're trying to do. And Morgan's like, "Yeah." We're going to Hawaii for two whole weeks. And then Ma- Reno's like, Hawaii? That sounds amazing. Let's check how much the price to get there is. So Reno pulls out his phone, goes on fucking Google, and he's like, oh, do you want to go on business class, standard, uh, first class class? And Morgan's like, business class, because I don't want to sit in those uncomfortable chairs for that long because of the flight and all that stuff. And Reno's like, okay. And he, he's like, look, put put this in your in your spreadsheet right now. Per person, just to get there, is $1,500. Business class. So that's $3,000 right there. Do you guys know where you want to stay? Do you guys know that the exportation of food over there is much more expensive because they're on a fucking island and you have to pay for And then I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. So then Reno, at the end, he just gathers up all this pricing and he rounds everything up, right? And we're looking at before uh, the honeymoon is uh, about $60,000 wedding. And then that's when I started debating whether the fuck I should either kill myself or I should just not get married and I know Reno did not mean that to shit on our fucking to shit in our parade but these are the type of things that I never ever thought of even calculating sixty thousand dollars for us is a fuck ton of money. Now here I am talking about money right now. And in part three, I, 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 I admitted and I confessed that I have a horrible relation with money. I'm not broke or anything like that. It was just like, I don't know. I'm not money smart. You know what I mean? Like I'm street smart. I'm like, I feel like I'm very smart in other aspects of life. But uh, when it comes to money, I still have a hard time with it. You know what I mean? Like versus other people, so $60,000 for me was a whole other fucking world for me. And despite how Morgan's parents were going to help us out and my parents were going to help us out tremendously, it was like the whole point of a wedding, guys, is for you to enjoy the whole process. $60,000 for someone who, 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 like, I'll be real here, uh, makes a little bit more than that from Costco alone is, is a very intimidating number. And so right off the bat, I, I'm like, Hey, I, 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 I can't, I don't know. I, I can't, I can't do that. Like, no, I, I didn't back down. I would never back down, but it was just like, it really sat us down and Morgan was still on cloud nine, but eventually Morgan started, she snapped out of it. But one thing I love about Morgan, Morgan believes in us. Not that I don't believe in us, but Morgan knows that we could get the job done. And she's very confident in that. And um, I love her so much for that. And so all this was happening. And then, uh, so at this point, I was working in the, rest, in the restaurant section of Costco. And I am not happy with my life at this point. Like now, here we go back again. Justin, you're not happy again. No, I'm not happy. I'm not, I'm back to, uh, I got over my comparison. My, I, I got over like my, uh, I don't know what it was. I got over my own insecurities about, you know, the whole personal training aspect of like, fuck, like, I don't know. I, I just got over my whole little dilemma that I was going through and how I wasn't happy of where I was at. And now, slowly but surely, ever since I found out about this wedding costing about $60,000 and realizing that like I doubt I'm going to make this happen, uh, this is when I got back to that funk. But it's different now because I know Morgan's the love of my life and we are now officially a team. And so here I am unhappy because no matter how hard I work, there's no way in hell I'm going to be able to come up with this amount of money. Um, because at this point, in order for me to make this happen, I'm literally going to have to be working every single day, which is what I was doing. And I was at the point in my life where it's like, I can't keep doing this. I never see Morgan. See that aspect of my life hasn't changed in terms of my work. I created this cycle where I couldn't stop working. I was working at Costco. I was working at the gym and I also had a client. Thank God I had this client this big high roller client, who I was seeing three days a week at six o'clock in the morning at his house, who I'm still friends with today, also considered one of my mentors, and he taught me a lot about money. He taught me a lot about finances. He taught me a lot about responsibility. He he taught me a lot. He's uh, he was he's a really good man, and he was paying me uh, at that point. I was charging uh, sixty dollars a session, cash, which really really. Really helped me out. And so, and I was working at the restaurant of Costco. I was wearing the beard net, the hair net, the whole shebang. I was working at a fucking canteen. Now, I'm saying this, and I don't know if I have listeners who are listening to this who might be working at a fast food joint, who might be working at a, um, you know, a place where it is quote unquote considered like low class we got to do what we got to do to put money on the table that's that's my belief that's how i uh think of it right now if it if it's if it respects your values as a person like if you're not fucking prostitute, if you're not, you know, if you're, if you're not a pimp or if you're not fucking, you know, in the sex uh, trade or any of that shit, like, obviously, like, I don't want to say like anything you do is right. No, but we all got to do what we all got to do to, to, to support ourselves and to provide for our families. And at that point, this is what I was doing. And keep in mind, I was at the, at this point, I'm at Costco for 11 years now. I'm at four weeks vacation I got bonuses. I got benefits through the, up the yin yang. I'm like literally a personal trainer with benefits. And I finally established a pretty good, uh, I finally found out what the fuck taxes were. And I finally adjusted my taxes so I don't get fucked at the end of the year. Um, but I still wasn't seeing Morgan. I wasn't enjoying the weekends with her. I wasn't enjoying, I, I was working literally 12 hours a day. Every single day from Costco and my clients, and I was coming home sleep deprived stressed out, wedding this wedding that and uh it was always about money and believe it or not guys if you 're getting married there's a lot about there 's a lot with money, and did we bite off more than we could chew? yeah, we definitely did, but we were determined to to to, to at least Try our hardest to make this happen. Because we got our wedding date and it was in uh, August. Next August. So we had like 18 months almost to, to save up for this. So things were looking pretty good. Like we had a long time to prep for this. And then all of a sudden, COVID hits. And I'll never forget. I, I was at the restaurant at the time where they declared a pandemic. And all these fucking people started fucking hitting Costco with... And they started ra- like raiding the paper towel and the Kleenex. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like people were fighting. People were, there was fucking racist, racist comments to Chinese people. Cause I was, I was in the China, Chinese, um, I was in the kind of like the Chinatown of Brossard, right? It was kind of, it's con- Brossard where Costco is. It's considered the Chinatown of, um, of the South shore. Nothing wrong with that. It's just, uh, just, that's what it was. And, um, I'm not happy. I'm not happy at this point in my life with what I was doing for work. Um, I went and here's why, uh, Costco was all I knew. I signed up for Costco. As soon as I became, as soon as I committed my life to become a, an Olympian, um, and I was getting paid for it, all that shit. My mom was like, I don't give a fuck. You're getting a full-time job. You're getting a job. And thank, thankfully, my mom made me do that. So I I applied at Costco when I was 18 years old when I just graduated from high school. And uh, I stuck with Costco. I fucking hated the job. I stuck with Costco. because I was the only job that was paying really well at that time. Still pays really well. And it was the only job that made that helped me with my with my uh training so now that I retired from track it 's like like I kind of said in part three, like I had this identity crisis like who the fuck am i what am, what the fuck am I doing in my life? I work in a goddamn canteen it 's just not at all what I pictured my life was going to be because i in my whole life I thought I was going to be an olympian so this was and it was sl- I was slowly like trying to adjust and and at this point, I was like, I was going to interviews for other, other companies. I, I opened up a LinkedIn account. I was talking to like maybe real estate, a sales job and uh, COVID hits and all of a sudden the whole world stops. The whole world closes. Everything is closed down. I am not working at the gym anymore. I quit the gym because I, I, I I went into the gym business for the worst reasons for money. I wanted to make a lot of money, and for those, uh, and that's going to be for another episode. But for trainers going into it, uh, for new trainers going into personal training to make money, think again, buddy. Think again. It may be like that for a while, but long term, it, it does like no, it doesn't happen. You can. But it takes a long time for you to make a good amount of money. So anyways, I thought I'll, that was my life. I hated personal training. Then I stopped and I only focused on that, my, that one individual uh, who I would train at his house because all the money went to me. And that's when I uh, got transferred to Costco Rico, which is now uh, the, on my TikTok, the English people living in Quebec uh, and this is where I went to Costco at the, at Costa Rico, it's the, it's the it's the distribution center, so I went there to help. And all of a sudden, they asked me if I could come in for a sixth day and a seventh day. Because here is what happened: within one day, the, it, ever since the day the prime minister declared a declared a pandemic, and everyone has to stay home, whatever, uh, the online sales at Costco spiked. I believe it was ninety eight thousand. Uh, units sold so 98,000 uh, people purchased uh, every, all their groceries online. So I think it, 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 it came up to like close to like 500,000 or 600,000 dollars worth of, of sales in like less than 24 hours. So they needed a lot of help. So the first time in Costco history. They were offering overtime to anybody. Now, at this point, I fell on a gold mine. Morgan was at home. Everyone is losing their jobs left and right. Morgan is on the verge of losing her job at that, at that point because she was brand new at the, her new job. She, she, now has, she now has her job. Uh, she, she got a job back, but people were getting laid off left and right. And here I am in a fucking gold mine I struck gold. And they're like, yeah, and my, my bo- the bosses over there were saying, if you want to work 15 hours, if you want to sleep over here, you could sleep over here. We need all the help we could get. And I'm already working 12, 13, 14 hours a day with like three Costco with the gym and then clients. So if I could work 13, 14 hours a day in one place and go home and repeat this cycle 7 days a week and get paid a fuck ton, like, I'm saying a fuck ton. Let's go. And that's exactly what I did. I have no idea why that cut off. I'm sorry, guys. Um, so, yeah. And so, yeah, that's exactly what I did. I went, uh, I spoke to Morgan. And I told her that I, uh, I'm, on a gold mo- I'm in a gold mine here. And um, I can make a boat ton of money right now. But I need your help. I'm going to be working at least 12-hour days, seven days a week. And um, I need your help with cooking. I need your help with this and that. And Morgan's like, you go. You go, girl. You know what I mean? Like, go. I don't give a shit. Just go. And at this point, my, my, my appreciation for a job that I once fucking hated which was Costco, um, changed completely. I am now grateful. I am now appreciative of just all these little things that I have that I took for granted my whole entire life. And it was thanks to COVID. Number one is my health. And um, the fact that I have this great paying job in a time where the whole entire world was closed. everything was closed and um it was and it sparked a whole new thing for me like I was ready to go to and keep in mind this is where um i was this is where i was uh i was slaving away this was like i was and it was very white collared Blue-collared uh, type of work. It's in a factory. I'm taking care of online orders. And I'm just loading them up in a truck. Like 60-foot trucks here. I'm just loading them up. Still toe boots. I'm fucking losing weight. And at, the, at this point in time, this is where my passion for fitness came back. In a whole other way. And matter of fact, uh, this is where... um my passion got so high, I created this podcast and that's going to be for another episode. But I started really, I started taking the time to, to, to read things, to listen to podcasts and to just, I had the time. I had the time. As ironic as that may sound, I was, was, even though I was working 12 hour days, like I had about an hour break, an hour and a half of break at work. It it took me 30 minutes to get to work and 30 minutes to get back uh, from work. And I was listening to podcasts on the way to work. I was reading stuff on my breaks. When I got home, I was paying attention to my wife and I was happy. Because for once, I felt like I was doing something for a purpose. And so, yeah, I had all this extra money laying around. And instead of fucking spending it on, keep in mind, I did spend on some bullshit, you know what I mean? Like, bro, like I, I don't recall the last time I spent anything for myself, but you know, I renovated my house and I was able to do that. And I was so proud of that because like my house is beautiful. I'm very happy about my house, but if it wasn't for the pandemic, bro, none of this shit would have happened none of this shit would have happened. So then what happened with the wedding, uh, we were still very hopeful for the wedding. Okay. So I'm going to go back to the whole wedding aspect. Cause this is the whole fucking, this is about, uh, my wedding anniversary to this point, COVID just hit, right? So we we're like, okay, we were still hopeful that we we're going to be able to go to my P, my family reunion in PEI that, that summer, like COVID hit in March and we were like, bro, by the time July comes around, we'll be good. July comes around. Nope. It got stronger. This and that people are dying left and right, whatever the fuck. Um, we actually got COVID. I was actually the first one at Costco to get COVID and I had like a minor, I had a big migraine for like a day, took a multrin and I was good. And so for me, it was like, Morgan had it too, but like we had two weeks off where we just basically binge watched all these episodes and it was fun. So, uh, for those who are sensitive to COVID like, whatever, sorry, not sorry. Um, so at this point, July comes, uh, keep in mind, we're getting married the next summer, not this, not the summer that I'm talking about now in July. And, um, this is summer 2020. We're getting married in the summer of 2021, in August. And we're like, yeah, we're super hopeful. We're holding, we're holding on to all of our uh, venues, whatever. And uh, our date is still official. So keep in mind, I am still, so I am still working. At this point, I asked for my transfer. The, the first day I went to the distribution center, I came back to Brossard. I'm like, fuck all you motherfuckers. I'm getting out of this shit. And I got transferred to the Costco Rico and it was the best decision i made in my life. Best decision. Even till this day. Best, best, best decision. And so at this point, from March 2019 to March 2020, I probably took off. I would think, I'd say maybe, I had maybe, 12 to 15 days off to put it into perspective. I, I did not stop working. And uh, was I tired? Oh yeah, I was definitely tired. But the world was closed. There was nothing else better to do but to make money. For me at least. And um, yeah, I, my, my salary, my income, my yearly income, I like doubled and a half my salary. And so at this point, I was making like close to 70 grand back then. I'm making close to like 120 grand all in a year. But keep in mind, I was working every single fucking day of my life. But because the world was closed, I was still on this high. So I was putting money aside for the wedding left and right. And I'm telling everyone like, yo, this $60,000 wedding, bro. Shit. We got this in that. We got this bro. And at this point, Morgan wasn't working. She was getting paid by that, whatever program there. And, uh, so I was putting all the money in like daddy, daddy got it. And for once I felt, I finally felt like I was providing. And I've never felt that before. And it was such a good feeling. COVID was the best thing that ever happened to me. And to Morgan. And I know this may sound like, well, fuck you, asshole. Look, just chill out, dude. Like, I'm just talking through my perspective. I'm just very like, it was just, COVID was the best thing. It just made me appreciate what I had. And so anyways, Here's where uh, shit gets kind of nasty. Um, COVID is still around. And we're getting all these vaccines. Yes, I got vaccinated. Here's the thing, dude. We were so focused on the wedding. We literally did anything and everything that we could do in order to travel to Hawaii. We just wanted to go to fucking Hawaii. We just wanted to get the fuck out of here. And like, we had, we had a fuck ton of money for our honeymoon right now. And, uh, we're like, yo, man, we're going to Hawaii. Anyways, summer 2021 comes around. And now, uh, it is for sure. There's all these fucking, um, laws now. These rules were like, uh, we had a guest list of 250 people. Keep in mind, I come from two. I have three families, my stepfather, my mom, and my dad, right? So, uh. It was to the point where um, we couldn't go to Hawaii because it was way too complicated. We were going to have to spend close to $2,000 in and just in uh, fucking uh, PCR tests, And we're like, fuck that. So we ended up going to fucking Key West and then Miami, Florida. Because Florida at the time, it, they were wide open. And we ended up canceling everything. Our dream wedding, we canceled everything, and we only were allowed to have 25 people at our wedding. And um, that was a big hit. That really fucking hurt. That really, really, really fucking hurt. At the same time, my bachelor party, none of my best friends showed up to my bachelor party, so that really stung. It still stings till till this day, I'm not going to lie. It really breaks my heart knowing that my best friends couldn't make it. For reasons, look, I'm not going to get into that shit. Am I angry about it? Yeah, I'm, I am still have a chip on my shoulder about that. And that is for another episode. But uh, yeah, um, you know, as great as my whole COVID year was and all this money is just, you know, you can make all the money in the world, but family over everything. And the fact that none of my family members were able to enjoy... Uh, my wedding day, it still breaks my heart. And that's something I want, I want to talk about, right? So the, the wedding, um, goes by quick. It goes by really quick. So what we did was we got married at a fucking golf course and I fucking hate golf. I fucking despise it. And uh, why did we get married at a golf course? Because we couldn't get married at the Manson Barn. It was just way too expensive. It was just like, look, like for 25 people, like fuck that. It was just, and we had to like, we were like breaking a lot of COVID rules and we didn't want to fucking risk it. And even everyone who was going to come that we invited, no one was going to come because everyone was kind of iffy about COVID. Keep in mind, it's now been a year and a half that we've been in COVID. So we've all gotten used to it and we're all fed up about it. So we're like, fuck it, we're gonna go here and they offered everything we wanted and we're only allowed 25 people. And we're like, wow, this really fucking sucks. So at this point, we were basically, the day before our wedding, we we invited a fuck ton of more people just to come see us get married because it was all outside. Because we were allowed to have 50 people outside but then 25 people inside. It was such bullshit. So we literally texted our friends and our family members, hey, listen, Tomorrow's looking like it's going to be good weather. And it was July 9th, uh, 2021. Looks like it's going to be a good weather. Um, uh, we're inviting you to our wedding. If you guys want to see us get married, come on come on down. And some of them came, but without their significant other. Because, you know, for girls, wedding's a big fucking deal, right? You want to get all dolled up and shit. And I get it. So there's significant others that didn't come, but my boys showed up and uh, some of Morgan's friends and some of my family members. And here's the thing. A lot of people ask, like, how was it getting married during COVID and all that stuff? Ain't nothing. Nothing. Nothing is more special than seeing the love of your life walk down that aisle. (laughs) It could have been Raining it could have been fucking pouring. It could have been there could have been a there could have been an earthquake happening and back of me and back of her I Couldn't I wouldn't even notice Because my wife was just so cuz here here comes my wife walking my future wife Everything that we worked everything that we've been through together everything that we worked for everything that we established this person, my partner, my life partner is walking down the aisle and it was everything I could have ever imagined despite how I was getting married on a fucking golf course <laughs> and uh, my twin brother was the, uh, I forget the fucking term the, the person who was marrying us and um, yeah, everything was amazing And after that, I couldn't give a fuck. No joke. I couldn't care less about what happened. Uh, The people didn't, the people refused to let us do our first dance and to dance with my mom and for her to dance with uh, her dad. And I told them, listen, buddy, you could bring the SWAT team over here. You pieces of shit. Ain't no one stopping me from dancing with my fucking wife. And they let me go. They let us go. And uh, the party was done at 10. Like the fucking manager of the place was watching us over, watching us like a hawk. Because here's the thing: we weren't allowed getting up from our table unless we wanted to go to the washroom. We weren't allowed to dance besides our those three dances. We weren't allowed to do anything. Here's the thing: you mix that with some alcohol, shit's popping off. What happened? Shit popped off. We had fun. But they basically politely kicked us out. Um now, this happened at the, the, the St. Lambert Golf Club. Fuck you guys. Thank you, but fuck you guys. But at the same time, you got very loyal employees. They were very loyal to the rules, the regulations, they did their job, and so you can't, you can't blame them. Now, drum roll to find out how much this wedding cost a whopping $5,500. Yeah, COVID was really good to us. Now, for the money aspect, uh, we had, for our wedding, we had close to $15,000 in our savings for our wedding. My parents were going to gave us a, a significant amount of money, and so did Morgan's parents, gave us a significant amount of money. Um, Morgan's parents... uh basically paid for the wedding um and then uh wait i don't know how it went yeah morgan's parents no we saved up a little bit less sorry we saved we had a little bit less money in the bank for our wedding but anyways morgan's dad basically paid for the wedding because that was kind of like their gift right each family each family gave us, uh, they, we established that like, we're going to give an X amount of money for both. We don't want to have like, uh, one family give more than the other, whatever. So they just, we established, so they're going to give us this and my parents are going to give the same thing. But because the wedding was so fucking cheap, we went to, when we went to Florida, bro, we did anything and everything we wanted. And now when we went to Key West. Keep in mind, guys, if you guys want to go to Key West, please don't go. It's very poor. Uh, our honeymoon was, our honeymoon was fucking great. Mind you, the place that we were at the, for the first leg, we were supposed to stay in Key West for 10 days, but the place was Airbnb. The people who did the Airbnb, uh, they really got us good with the pictures and shit. Very impressive pictures did like, it was a total catfish, total fucking catfish. And, um, we still enjoyed it. We like, like we had apparently it was an oceanfront uh, villa, but apparently it was really not that. It smelled like fucking pheromones because all these stray cats. It was uh, it was fun, but it was not at all what we uh, thought it was going to be. So, anyways, I, this, I'm horrible, but I literally called the owner of the Airbnb and I said my mom is very sick and I had to go home, blamed it on COVID, and so they reimbursed us. Uh, of, of the money. They took the money that we had for the nights that we stayed and they reimbursed us and Morgan and I got the fuck out of there and we went to Miami and that's when we fucking lived the life. I bought fucking $80 cigars, smoked them every day, fucking ate at the most beautiful restaurants. Did anything we fucking wanted, bro. Anything we wanted. We lived the life, bro. And it was uh it was really fun. It was really fucking fun, man. And um had sex a bunch of times. As a matter of fact, we uh we tried to get pregnant, we were drunk, we're like, let's have a baby, I love you. We're like now we're officially in our honeymoon phase, you know what I mean? It, it was fun, and so Uh, we did the pregnancy test in Florida. We weren't pregnant. It kind of stung a bit. It kind of, it really stung for me. I didn't expect that. That was something I was like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with my dick? You know what I mean? Like my dick's broken or something. And, um... Because at this point, my brother just uh, had his baby, and my brother did so much drugs in his life. He's my twin brother. It was like, look, if Jeremy could have a fucking baby with all the drugs he did and all the shit he put into his system, I could have fucking 10 babies with the swimmers I got because I was healthy as fuck. I was like the, I was light years away uh, healthier than my brother. But it didn't work. And that really stung, but we got over it. We're in Miami. We're, we're, we're loving it. And uh, what did we do with the extra money that we had? Well, we bought countertops. We put in countertops. We, we did a little uh, accent wall. We did our room. Uh, we just renovated the house, put it all in the house for more, add more value, which we uh, were very happy with. So, um, uh, that was it for the whole wedding COVID, my, my, my whole COVID wedding. So to summarize all this guys, uh, we are now, this is Friday. Uh, what day are we today? Friday, Friday, July 8th, two days left till my wedding anniversary. And, um, so if I were to suggest anything to all you guys, um, Your parents are probably going to flood you with information and, uh, what to do, what not to do. Money is going to be a big factor eventually. Now, if you guys come from money, shit, this is going to be a breeze. But for those who don't come from money and, uh, you know, got to put in a little bit more work than others, um, enjoy the process because it passes by really quick. Life flies by, man. And to think that we're talking about how COVID, like COVID just happened last year, right? Um, at this time, July 8th, at this time, Morgan and I, we just couldn't wait to just get the fuck. We couldn't even wait. Like, Of course, we couldn't wait to get married. But at this point, with everything that we've been through and all the work that I had to do and all the sacrifices we, well, sacrifices, not that sacrifice we made, like, There's nothing, there's nothing else to do because the whole world was closed. We just couldn't wait to get the fuck out of here. And I just couldn't wait to smoke my cigar, smoke my weed, drink my fucking beer and just get fucked up with my wife and have drunk sex and just do the whole shebang. You know what I mean? Like just rebel. And, um, so for those who are getting married and planning on getting married, money's going to be a big factor. And if there's one thing I could tell you is, uh, I hope you guys could take a moment and think back to when we were all stuck in COVID, when the whole world was closed. And, you know, I have relatives who passed away uh, recently. Um, It's just, you can make all the money in the world. You wish you could have all the money in the world. You could, if you had a genie and and the genie could give you all the money in the world, you could be a millionaire right now. Ain't nothing gonna replace family. Ain't nothing going to replace love. Ain't nothing going to replace what you have right now. And that's what COVID made me realize. See, I was making a lot of money, but um, you know, my grandfather passed away alone during COVID, not due to COVID. Um, a lot of stuff happened, you know, during the whole wedding process. You could be the richest man in the world. But you could still wake up unhappy. And that should be your priority. You know, health is wealth. And um, being present is something that uh, needs to be emphasized. And uh, unfortunately, when it comes to weddings, assuming it, you know, weddings cost money, guys. Um... Obviously, at a certain point, at a certain point, you got to have that conversation with your significant other, okay? Like, hey, how are we going to go about this? And that's what Morgan and I did a lot. Morgan and I really spoke a lot, no matter what we did. And uh, despite how I was working 12, 14 hours a day, uh, one thing that we did cherish the time that we had at home was I always cooked supper for Morgan and Morgan always stood, always sat at the island and we spoke. And we did not have our cell phones at the table. We did not watch any TV at the table. And we just spoke about how our day was, what we did, all about the wedding. And I said, hey, look, sweetheart, uh, wedding's coming closer. How are we doing with the idea of me continuing to work like this? Morgan was okay, I was okay. If we're all on the same terms with our objectives, then it makes things a lot easier. So that's another, that's another tip I'm going to give you guys, right? If one person's not on board and if you're all working towards the same thing, which is a wedding, uh, it's going to make the process a lot shittier, right? And at the end of the day, communication is key. And at this point of my life with Morgan, Morgan's getting a lot better at communicating now. And um, so we're there right now. So uh, yeah, we got married July tenth, and twenty twenty one, and everything we did was completely unorthodox. Not at all what we wanted. Just like not at all. Just like my proposal it did not go at all as planned. But we look back at it now, and we're like. Despite the family not being there and our loved ones, we, we wouldn't want it any other way. We wouldn't change it for the world. Because um, it's all about how, because if you and your significant other is happy, then that's all that matters. Right? And uh, that's that. So look, I'm going to stop this right here. Uh, thank you guys very much for the comments. You guys have been really giving me, uh, I already got close to 200 listens on my last episode. Like this is really cool, man. I'm really, I'm just pouring my heart out, talking about my, my perspective and talking about my journey with love and, um, finding myself and continuing to find myself, which is something that a lot of men don't talk about. And the fact that I'm getting acknowledged and I'm getting comments and I'm getting, um, I I'm getting feedback from men thanking me. It is I did not expect this at all, really. Um thank you from the bottom of my heart cuz this isn't comfortable, but I'm I'm getting comfortable at this. So, I'm going to leave it off with that. Stay tuned for when uh for the next half of well, the next the next part of our and our next part and our last part, my last part of this journey. Which is uh, Landon And the whole pregnancy um, How we found out we were pregnant And uh, um, Where we are today And uh, Yeah, so stay tuned for that Because chances are I'm not going to be having I'm not going to be doing this on uh, July 10th You know, uh, I'm going to be I'm, I'm, I'm going to enjoy the fuck out of uh, This Sunday You Believe that So um, I'm going to finish off with that Love each other. Don't forget, the, uh, don't forget the, uh, to communicate. Uh, money is in everything. Uh, lead with love. Lead with passion. And um, lead with communication. If you guys got that, I can guarantee you. And honesty, of course. Um, if you lead with those values, if you prioritize those values, you're going to be happy for the rest of your life with your significant other. Because ain't nothing else that matters. All right. So uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, Stay tuned for tomorrow's episode. And uh, don't forget to keep it simple.